Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, sir. Good morning. My lips look all nice. Anyway, good morning. Nice bonnet. I know, right? I just woke up and I wasn't going to take it off, so everybody's just going to have to deal this episode with the bonnet. Is this how you keep your hair from shrinking? Or... Um, so my hair, is, my hair is very kinky. So Like mine? Sure. so whenever i go to sleep it curls on the ends really easily and once that curl happens basically it's gonna break off so my it stops my hair from growing and basically the bonnet just stops it from like curling up when i'm sleeping Mm. Um, so that's how but what i actually do is where i have braids in right now so to keep the braids maintained i wear a do-rag a silk do-rag and then i wear a bonnet on top of that silk do-rag and that's what like basically keeps it. It's basically to stop it from kinking and curling, so it'll stop it from breaking off, so that you know you, your hair can grow. Gotcha. I will be doing the same from now on. You just been raw dogging your hair in the bed. Basically, I even thought about cutting it because it, it's a lot to manage, and I don't want no more responsibilities. But it's not. It's not a hard play. You just you know you gotta give it some attention, just like anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true player, huh? You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> you appear to be very happy today. Like you I'm in fucking ecstatic mood. <laughs> Why is that? Um, so it's kind of funny because I'm not 
technically in a good mood, but my body is. Okay. So it's making me react like happily. Like I feel pretty normal right now. Your body's feeling a different way from where your thoughts are. So therefore your thoughts is catching up to your body versus the other way around. Um, not necessarily my thoughts. So like, see how I explain this. <clears throat> I see my body as a separate entity from myself, right? So I'm very like, when I, and when I say myself, I mean like my spiritual self, like my soul, what gives me the, the ability to communicate, right? So for example, me, I know that two plus two is four. You know that two plus two is four. But the way I communicate it and the way you communicate is two different things. Correct? Mm -hmm. So let's start there. Now, <clears throat> I have the awareness and acceptance that there are there are alive things inside of me, right? And they're they're using my body as a vessel to stay alive. And the trade-off is it does the cells in my body and whatever is alive is my body, it does what it needs to do to keep my vessel alive and going, right? So that it can stay alive in this vessel. Technically, this I'm doing the same thing as my soul, um, uh, as my soul or my personality or whatever I am to go out and like feed myself, right? To move my muscles and my hands, to pick up food, to feed myself, to breathe, like to all these things. So my spirit or my soul is one entity and my body itself is a whole other vessel. I consider my brain to be alive, right? Alive and separate from myself, right? If my brain gives me the knowledge and ability to communicate with people, but how I communicate with people is, is dependent on my soul and my spirit and, and whatever. So there are times, as we all know, when you just get a weird feeling about things or you're just mad for no reason, you're more annoyed or you just feel happy for no reason. I take that as my body wanting to be happy in this moment. So as normal as I feel, or I don't really feel the need to like be joyous or giddy, my body does. So whatever chemicals or endorphins or whatever it's giving off because I'm in, it's in a good mood. I'm communicating that happily because I just feel happy. So I just say that as this is a moment where my body wants to be happy, just like when my body wants to be mad at something and I have to fight that because I was like, I don't want to be mad about this. So it's the same. It's the same thing. Interesting. Yeah, I know. Right. Do you have a birth cert certificate? <laughs> yeah. On Earth. For Earth <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You are from Earth. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> you're from here. You're one of us. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's how okay. I view. But I view I view my physical form, which is um like my body, like my mm -hmm. physical body and looks and stuff like that. Yeah, my physical state, my mental state, which is my intelligence and everything inside of me living, and my spiritual state, which is my ability to communicate differently than you do, my my ability to have a personality different than everybody else, right? Yeah, out of body experience. Yeah, so or what people will call like your soul. Mm -hmm. I view that differently than everybody else, and I view it as a um, 
a cycle or a conjunction between all three to keep me alive. The body, mind, soul. My body, mind, and soul. Yeah. But so, I, I, instead of viewing it as one, I view it as all three different things working together in conjunction with each other. Agreed. Yeah. So now you're coming back from your birthday vacation, birthday trip. Yeah, back from Costa Rica. You know, I got stuck out there. What happened? <laughs> so basically, this is like a little plane, right? Called Sansa. And it basically flies from the main city, which is San Jose, to like other little towns or little cities like around the country. Because, you know, it's not the um, biggest country. Mm -hmm. So it's like one little plane that it's like a 10 passenger plane. You land not in a really in an airport, you land on like one runway. It's only one runway in this whole like spot. And I had to take it from Limon to San Jose, right? Limon is the small city, small town closer to the smaller town where Good Moms does the all woman retreat. Mm -hmm. So I get to the um, airport or the runway about. 20 minutes before the plane the plane is supposed to be taking off and the person in front of me she already took like 15 minutes um with these passengers in front of me and dealing with them so when i finally get to her she was like i can't let you on the plane because you're here after the checkout wow and i'm like i'm looking at the plane the plane is about <laughs> the plane is about 10 15 feet right in front of me and it's just me her airport security costa rican airport security and the fucking plane and i'm like but the plane is right there so she was like no you got here after check-in time and if you get here after check-in time then we can't like let you on the plane or check you in so i'm like man the plane is right there and on top of that i've been standing here for 15 minutes mm -hmm. she was like sorry nothing i can do so i looked at this little costa rican girl i looked at the little costa rican tsa I walked back outside and I looked at the sky and it was so sunny out. It was so beautiful and it was Valentine's Day. And I just said to myself, bitch, I'm not about to argue with you on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I took my black ass right back to my girlfriend. Cuddled up under her all fucking day. I had a great fucking day and stayed my ass in fucking um, Costa Rica. <laughs> not fucking arguing with you on a nice ass day on Valentine's Day. I'm out of here. Bro. I'm staying. So my ass got stuck out there and I ended up coming back when my girlfriend came back, which was like a week later. So you stayed for another week? I stayed for an extra week. So I was basically in Costa Rica for two weeks, but it was a good time. Um, I was worried, I gotta admit, before I left, but I did have a good time. You were worried why? I know, you're gonna ask me why I was worried. <laughs> um, you led me to it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I... I don't know if it's gonna be weird to explain, or actually it's not going to be. It was a matter of multiple things. Because I am out in LA now living here and away from like friends and family and stuff like that. I never really make a big deal about my birthday because they're all usually like in close proximity. So it's like, I don't gotta make a big deal about this. I could just do something because all my friends are here. When I was in New York, <clears throat> But now that I'm out here in LA um, and I have Lex, less uh, uh, proximity to people that's really close to me, I was feeling the weight of my birthday more than I usually would. Um, on top of that, when Mila like 
originally booked the uh, retreat and it being like around my birthday, it was like, oh, that kind of that kind of sucks. But it wasn't that big of a deal because I don't make a big deal about my birthday. And I actually make it a point to tell people I don't make a big deal about my birthday. So when the shit finally came around, it was like, damn, I actually don't have like the normal friends and family around in proximity. My girl is also away. So, you know, the, the, the attention on me just for that day isn't there. And even though I usually don't want the attention, now that I actually don't have it, it's like, uh, this is kind of a bother. On top of the fact that like, I'm just here away from everybody. So, um, it was it, it it fell into the space of feeling like I'm not being thought of, right? And it was I mean it was unfair. Um, it was unfair only because I knew that wasn't the case, but in my mind or or, or I guess from a pri from prior experiences, like that's how my body felt and it felt like uneasy and uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So even with even with my soul and my spirit knowing like this this isn't real or isn't true that my girlfriend isn't like caring or paying attention to me even with knowing that my body still gave this reaction of like discomfort because of like whatever prior events has happened before so i was um worried but once i like got down there and like i was around mila and once we started like doing things i was like oh this is i'm having a great fucking time and i actually had a great fucking birthday week so it felt good. It felt great um, just to be out there, be with her and be in the jungle and nature in this beautiful fucking <laughs> relaxing ass town. That's like fucking paradise. That is actually paradise. Um, it, it, it was a great birthday weekend. Was this your or birthday? Mm -hmm. Was this your best birthday? Most memorable? Uh, what is my best birthday? Um, can't say for sure, but it was one of a really good one, and it was something that like I'm gonna remember. But I live my day, I live every day like it's my birthday. So we're just tracking around. That's what baddies do, right? That's what bad bitches do. Wear a bonnet and have a birthday every day. So when my birthday comes around, I really just be chilling. And usually when that's my attitude, it um feels okay. Mm -hmm. But this year was just different because I just didn't have the people that I usually have around me. Yes, but now you find yourself a new family and no set of friends. Yeah, and I found that um, it subsided like unreasonable thoughts that I didn't need to to have or to feel, and and that was a big help. How did your spirit react to being Costa Rica? Myself, whenever I travel outside outside of the U.S. I feel more anchored. I feel more centered because I am seeing the greenery. I'm seeing the lifestyle. It reminds me yeah. of what home felt like. I feel yeah. at home away from the U.S. What are your experiences when traveling outside of the U.S.? It is amazing, but specifically to Caribbean um, or South American type or Central American mm -hmm. countries. And... I, it is like a few countries like that, but Costa Rica is so specific because it's literally one big ass jungle, 
right? It's, it, it's not a it's not a country that has a lot of trees or has buildings in a jungle. It's not or has a jungle like within buildings. It's mm-hmm. it's built within the jungle. So when you get there, um, everybody's body reacts well to nature which is supposed to we're, we're from nature we're of nature also so when you're around all this like technology and buildings and stuff like that it takes away from what your body needs as far as like environmental like health the nurture the the, the nature the nurture is it, it, right right so when i get down there i feel amazing on top of that, that's the Caribbean side of Costa Rica. So there's a lot of Jamaican influence on that side, which you know, I was already born in Jamaica. So it already feels great to be over there. Just aside from the people, being in nature is good for your body, right? Whatever the, the what trees give off um, and the the moistness of the country, like it, it leaves like a layer of, on your skin, right? And it gives like this, this like kind of like wet shine or green on your skin. That mixed in with the sun from the beach, like you get a nice like cool comfortable tan like everything about that space just feels better like breathing feels better like and that's a very big thing when you could just breathe and feel good when you're doing nothing at all and feeling good it's an environment that's meant for you but when you're and and we don't even realize that because we'll be in environments that's stressful for us so regularly Right. And so, so I get over there and I feel good. It feels like home, but I do understand the importance importance of your physical body needing to be in a natural environment. And when we're around machines too much, it alters our our connection with nature mm-hmm. and how important it is for us. Correct. Did you do any rituals specifically to help you feel more connected or grounded? Like for me. Once I get to a Caribbean country, if I'm near a beach or I'm in the jungle outside, I walk barefooted. So mm-hmm. I want to feel the ground, I want to feel the soil, I want to sit under a tree, I want to look yeah. at the sun, I just want to be naked to some degree. Yo, oh my God. Can we, can we talk about this naked thing real quick? Let's go. Because really aggravated at the fact that I be having to wear clothes. Yeah. It's 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 really an inconvenience, and and this is what I thought about also. If God, I was so annoyed, I started to get to Christian Christianity. If God, when He made us, or how He uh, views us in our perfect image, is in nudity, right? Right. And then you know we bite the apple, we sin, and then not like, we, not we, a specific individual you know white people, be saying, white people be saying whatever so you know i can't even tell who bit i can't really say who bit the apple or not but <laughs> you, you weren't there so we don't know we don't know exactly yeah. but anyway if this is a story right and the point is if god sees us in his image and this image is nudity and after we sinned and we got kicked out why would we do more sinning of putting on clothes right if we were seeing his image then aren't we like moving away from his image because we're putting on clothes so that's what fucking annoyed me and i was like this doesn't make any sense and technically we should be all naked but it was really only because i was so annoyed i didn't want to wear clothes and i don't even want to see everybody naked but <laughs> i do feel like we should all have the option to be and that's how i felt about it about nudity and that's why i hate wearing clothes 
Is there in any naked beaches in Costa Rica? Not that I know of, but it's a very free, chill town. Like, if a woman's out there, like, I mean, it's kids out there and stuff like that, so nobody's gonna be walking around nude. But you are topless and etc. And there's big beaches, but the big beaches are also connected to like small beaches, right? And it's just nothing but trees like overlap. You gotta really go out there and see that. You gotta go out to go out to Costa Rica. And I'm from Haiti, brother. I'm used to that lifestyle. Like I want right, to retire right. in the Caribbean yeah. or in North or in a in a Hispanic Latino country. I don't want to be here in America. But yes, I've I've never been to to that part of Costa Rica. In it's paradise. <laughs> it is. It's paradise. It's paradise. it's paradise in a relaxing way. Like I don't want people. I don't. I want to go there and bring people there, but I don't want people to go there with the, the guys of like we're going to like New York City or like L.A. Like we're going to turn up. Like if you want to go there and just like really chill, relax, ease your mind, rest, take a break, disconnect. Those. That's what you do in like that small town, and that's why it's like so beautiful and loving because it's like oh my gosh, with the hustle and bustle of the world, I can actually come here and feel like I'm in this little, this little home paradise and just relaxing how medicinal was the food how healing. oh it's great it, it's really good they have like top not they have michelin restaurants in that town too like it's it's a really fire little town also i'm now pescatarian you don't eat meat no more yeah um only fish and seafood i mean wow. i can i can eat meat but i'm not pescatarian because you know i have this like it's like it's not strict the reason why I'm doing it is because I just don't feel attracted to eating meat anymore. And mm -hmm. when I see it, I don't feel good. It doesn't even feel good when I, I get this like uneasy, like feeling in my gut, just the thought of like eating meat. The meat in the US or the meat in Caribbean countries? Period. Really? Beef, fish, anything. I mean, and I say that because I can still eat it, right? I had chicken soup and I had chicken soup and I had um what's that thing called uh chili with ground turkey like this weekend right so I can still eat it I'm still capable of eating it but the thought and feeling of eating meat now is just it doesn't feel good anymore so that's what that's how I know my body is telling me like we don't want to do that so I can just like, stick to the seafood and fish now oh you're growing into your healing process but I know, right? What's <laughs> next? Are you oh. lacking your hair? Huh? No, 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 like my hair. That's <laughs> why I draw the lot. I'm going to give you two more years. Uh, we'll see where it goes. But, when I, yeah, when I get there, I do like to, like, touch leaves. Like, just have a connection. Um, Like you said, being barefoot or um, just having a connection with nature, just, like, touching it. There's also this thing called, like, jungle funk when you're out there. Jungle funk? Funk. funk like smell funk okay uh, yeah so when you're out there like you wear deodorant and everything but because the humidity out there and like you're sweating it's it's not it doesn't stink but it is a funk and it's so and it's so dope when 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 i smell it on myself or i smell it on somebody i love like mila because this is like a natural smell and the fact that it doesn't smell stink and it's not like off-putting it's just like Oh, you got that funk on you. Like you've been you've been sweating and walking around in nature. 
like that's what that 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 smell right there that gives it that that feel that i'm really out here in the jungle so what are you taking back with you mm. what elements are you bringing back home to la where that's your primary residence where you can continue to feel so grounded and so spiritually aware and in tune i am taking back with me that I am just as perfect or even more perfect than I thought I was when I went down there. Okay. Say more about that. So I got validated in my perfection. <laughs> Tell me the story. You remember when um when we did that two minutes of silence? Yes. Um, I think it was last session. Mm -hmm. So, and I said that I saw a woman, um, when I closed my eyes and you asked me what I saw, I said, I saw a woman, a soft-spoken woman, just telling me how amazing and how perfect and how, and, and how great I am. Mm -hmm. I go down to Costa Rica and Mila wants to set me up with a NATO chart reading. So that is when they take your time of birth and your location and they read your like astrology. Mm -hmm. and basically tell you shit and whatever they tell you right i do she sets me up with a natal chart reading and this is woman named sylvia right this small costa rica woman like very soft-spoken and sweet right and we do the natal chart reading and i'm already always confident when it comes to spirituality i'm already very confident so whenever i have like tarot card readings these um Things like that, I always feel good because it's like, oh, I know this reading is going to be great because I'm great. <laughs> so we do this reading and she's telling me a bunch of stuff that like already happened. Like so like the past six or seven months, she's just telling me like, yo, this has happened. And she's telling me that I've made a strong break with like things from my past, which is like my parents. And that as long as I stay the course of who I am and what I'm doing that I'm going to be perfectly fine. And all I got to do is just stay the course of like wh who I am. And she was like, this is a very cool, good reading. And basically it's saying that you're gifted. And I was like, exactly. The soft-spoken woman. Yeah. I, I see a very beautiful chart for you. Like I, there's people that are really have a lot of struggles and they don't know what to do. Yeah. And I can realize you did have yours, very yeah. intense ones, very profound ones. Mm -hmm. But you have, yeah, you were gifted. You yeah. choose because also your soul come to earth with everything figured out. Mm -hmm. You know, your soul know who's your father is going to be, the place where you're going to be born, mm -hmm. your roots, your ancestor lineage, your uh, color of the skin. Yeah. Everything is chosen by the soul for the perfect evolution of it. Yeah. <laughs> This is the fucking soft-spoken woman that I saw telling me that I'm amazing. And I was like, wow, look at that. <laughs> My premonition came true. And so that that's really, that was, that happened like during my birthday week. And that was like a really big thing for me mm -hmm. because it, it, it validated um, me and what I was thinking already. It validated like how I felt already. So not ready and i it's not like i needed the validation or the confirmation because i was going to think this regardless but to have somebody professionally say you're gifted 
It's just like, oh man, this is this is great. This is exactly what I needed. <laughs> I needed confirm well, not needed, but it's great to have confirmation for your your thought process. Where do you did she also help you kind of see what the journey is going to look like for you? Like where nope. you're going to end up? Nope. Because all she had to do was tell me to stay in the journey. And the journey is me being gifted. That's the journey. The journey isn't gifted an out of what? Huh? Gifted at being, what? At being myself and knowing myself and being myself. Because people would know their self, but when they get around people or get around situations in certain environments, they don't even still feel confident in exuding themselves, right? Exuding who they are. And when I was, and so I'm perfectly fine with showing that I'm perfect or, or not showing in the sense of like, Hey, everybody look at me, look at all these perfect things I can do, but saying it out loud, that's showing it, letting people know that I'm simply perfection because as, as the person I am, I can also show you that person right in front of your face at any time. I'm perfectly me as perfect as I can be. There you go. Perfectly me. Perfectly me. As perfect as I can be. Exactly. I'm as... not saying that you're perfect at everything that you do, but you're master being you. So therefore you are perfect at being you. Perfect at being me. And nobody can be me as much as I can be me. But also, yeah, nobody can be me as much as I can be me. I'm better at being me than everybody is at being themselves. You are walking affirmation card. Ta-da. <laughs> oh, another thing that the soul spoken woman told me uh -oh. which is, is the same thing that you told me that people practice, try their hardest and go a lifetime trying to have the mentality. It, it, in trans, she was saying psychology, but in translation mm -hmm. of the English language, because she's Costa Rican, um, she's basically saying that Nobody has the mind state I have. Well, not nobody. People try very hard to gain the mind state or the thought processes that I have. And they go a whole lifetime trying to achieve that. And sometimes they don't even achieve it. And for me to get it in my 32 years of life, she's like, it's very, very impressive. Uh, the exact words that I have used, the way does the knowledge that you possess of yourself, the comfort that you possess in being yourself. I am still in that process. I'm still arriving. You yeah. have arrived already. I have arrived. I'm him. <laughs> okay, Hope. So it's it's amazing to, to me and it's refreshing to, to see someone that's as authentic as you are and that makes no excuses for being themselves, but it's also a very loving person that others want to orbit your presence because you exude so much love, confidence, compassion, and patience while still having very set boundaries. Yeah. You've achieved the cheat code to life and you're in your goddamn 30s. Yeah, or I am the cheat code to life. <laughs> Everybody's cheat code. Nah. I mean, and that's, and, and you know what the funny thing is when I say like, I'm everybody's cheat code, that's not, that's not a title of like bragging. 
It's the responsibility. Ooh, write that down. <laughs> come on. It's not going to come to me if I write it down. <laughs> no, 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 no. You really got to break that down. Yeah, being, per being, perfect, being perfect is not a brag. It's a responsibility. Okay. Because now I have to maintain this. But being yourself should be easy. Being your true self should be easy to be. Is it? It's not. But then why can't everybody? Exactly. That's why everybody can't do it. So the goal of adulthood is to achieve your identity, right? Yeah. But that's why around the teenage years, kids tend to move away from their parents and more into their inner circle and friendship groups because they're trying to establish their identity. And a lot of times they have to shift their identity based on the social circle, based on where they are at life and, and these type of places. But for you, you've been Orlando since high school uh -huh. till now. Uh -huh. It's as if you didn't even go through that phase of identifying who you were because you remember at the age of eight or 14, you watched Pretty Woman and that already allowed you to curate, okay, here's the men that I'm going to be. Here's the men that I'm becoming. Because I reached, and it doesn't seem like there was really much of a journey there is because, and it's because I reached the goal as soon as I started the journey. I reached the goal as soon as I started the journey. Because the, the goal, that's Confucius. The, the journey, the goal is within the journey. And as long as you stay within the, stay with on this path, you will always be within the goal. So people think that you have to do certain things to be a good person or you just be a good person. So as long as you are trying to consistently always be a good person, you have reached the goal of being a good person. Come but on. as long as, as soon as you stop that path and this continuous goodness of a person, then you've, you're no longer within the goal. That's why the goal is what is on the path. So it's instantaneous. And it comes from Confucius when um, a follower came to him and said, how do I be like Confucius? And Confucius said, as long as you are within Confucianism and staying within all these guidelines and stuff and being a good person or whatever, then you will be just like Confucius. Yeah. So that showed me that all everything is really an embodiment, right? So, so I can be happy and mad at the same time, right? Because I embody happiness. I'm a happy person. So now I don't need other things to make me happy. I don't need a person to make me happy. I don't need to buy things to make me happy. If I have these things, I was already happy with it. And guess what? I'll be happy without it because I'm a happy person. So you embody whatever you want to be. And then you embody the path that, and if you have like a, a goal for something, being on the path is the goal itself. Now, I'm not talking about something tangible, like, you know, I want to be, I want to win, a, I want to win, win a grant Grammy and I got to go down the path, of like all these mm -hmm. steps. There. But essentially when, if, if it's something that comes to your, when it comes to yourself and your spirit, it's about embodying that thing. And that's how you find love by loving yourself. Yeah. Because if you love yourself, you, you don't have to, you know, you found it. Now you don't have to put pressure on yourself to find it in somebody else, to depend on somebody else for that love or that access or that feeling. 
because you already feel love. I love myself. You are, you are love. So everybody around you will now love you because you love yourself and you don't need their love in order for you to feel love because you are love. Exactly. So now when it comes to being perfect, yes, I am myself, but I'm myself at another level. Mm -hmm. Right. And I have to maintain this because I'm perfect. It's a responsibility. It's a gifted responsibility. And the thing about it is I enjoy this responsibility. I enjoy being perfect. I enjoy saying it. I enjoy maintaining it. I enjoy being perfect or, or striving or being on the path of being perfect all the time. So if I'm telling you like, yeah, I'm amazing. I'm perfect. Now I have to continuously show you that I have to be on point at all times. And I don't it's, like you. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't like you. That those of us that are seeking that knowledge and that acceptance of going on that journey, we're yeah. doing it. And your black ass been there for a long time. Yeah. So I mean, the journey. Yeah. So so now when, when and I'll bring I'll bring like a small downside of it like being love right embodying love when i'm saying that i'm perfect and i'm putting it out there and now the expectation is what of me to be perfect and on point at all times that's not easy in the eyes of millions of people in the world where everybody has their different perception of you yeah in a judgy world in a very judgy world right so now i have to have a balance of perfection boundaries and love and empathy for people. It's just not easy to do, right? But I'm gifted with the the ability to speak and listen and the the knowledge, the natural knowledge of like how to make people comfortable. Right? So you see how the complexities are starting to come in. And now I have to maintain this at all times. So it's a constant thought process. It's a constant feel. It's a constant rotation of of a constant cycle of doing, thinking, and understanding all at one time, all these complexities and mixing it all into one just to maintain perfection. How are you success? Um, I decided to be. When did you decide to be success? When I realized I can be more than what I was. Um, Success to me was always seen in the realm of like a job or career. Um, tangible. Something tangible. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, if you're successful as a band, it means that it's because you have a family. If you're successful in a job and like you made more money. Um, when I, in my 20s, um, when I started to realize that people in my age group or doing things that I felt like I can do. Um, that's when I started like uh, feeling like I can do more myself, right? And, and remember when I told you, um, like my mom used to always tell me like, if you don't have, then you just do without, mm -hmm. right? That was my mindset for a long time. And I knew I could do a lot, right? But that statement made me it not made me, it limited me from entertaining the thought of like, I can do more. 
until I started visually in real life seeing people doing it also. And then that made me start thinking like, oh, you know, I can do more. And it started opening up my mind. So when I started phys- uh, realizing it in person or seeing it in person, that's when I started like, I guess, being in more success. Cause it's like, oh, I can do this. Before I've ever done anything, just visualizing it unlocked uh, something in me or something in my body to tell myself, hey, we know we can do that. You need to know that we can do that. And so now I start opening that up for me, made me naturally go down the path because now I'm starting thinking about the steps to do the tangible things that everybody else is doing, right? And now, because I put that out in the universe and that energy is there and my aura and chakras are aligned to feel like, hey, there is another level that we can ascend to and we're open to ascending to it. Now, everybody that needs, the universe is putting all these people in my life that need to be there because that's the wavelength I'm on. That's the mindset I'm on. So I'm communicating that to people also, right? And then I make, I like I said, I make people feel comfortable naturally, right? So I'm communicating that. People are comfortable with hearing me communicating that. They're receptive to that because I make them feel comfortable. And whenever the right situation comes around, they can say like, hey, I know, or they think of Orlando first, right? Or the energy is out there. So the conversations are out there. So people that might be able to help or can help with this energy I want to ascend to, they are around also and so that's how the universe is like providing all of these things for me and once i visually saw that in person because you know sometimes we're only limited by what we see and what we can do once i saw that i can do more then i started to um put that energy out there for myself and all these things started to come too so once i once i thought you know i could be more successful in other things than this job that i felt like was my peak I started applying that to other parts of myself in this perfection can you be more perfect right can you be more successful in being yourself and once that mindset started to come through then you know I started to pinpoint how I can how I can be better at the most minute and detailed things. You built up the habit, the habits. Yeah, and I and I saw my mentality, I saw my soul, and I saw my physical body as a workplace. And what did I what did I need to do to like promote myself and promote my spirit and promote my personality and promote my energy and all of these things. And so that's how I became more successful. I think the distinction that you are making is a mindset shift, but it's also an embodiment and you embodying what it is that you're trying to attain. You're not in the pursuit of perfection. You are perfection. You're not in the pursuit of success. You are successful, right? And you're not really looking at the word, the, the societal milestones to determine how to feel. Yeah. Your feelings are what you embody on a day-to-day, on a second-to-second, minute-to-minute, hour-to-hour mindset. You, my sir, have unlocked the meaning of life, the chico to life. Yeah. It's as if you 
I want to see your birth certificates because I don't think you're from Earth and I don't think you're your real age. I think you are a Buddhist or have studied at great lengths or your ancestors have just been communicating. You have been chosen. You are the chosen ones that all of these informations are being given to. And you're doing all of this not through readings, not through research, just basically you thinking out loud and embodying that. Autodidact. Autodidact? Yeah. I have an idea. What does that mean exactly for those that I don't know? Self-taught. Self-taught. Without any knowledge of somebody teaching you through, without any knowledge through somebody teaching you or through reading and learning. You just self-taught, autodidact. But it's different. It's, it's different when, like, you know, you're self-taught how to fucking make candles. How do you self-teach spirituality? What? Spirituality is a personal journey. And you've undergone that journey. And what's also interesting is that others who are not as, who does not embody who they truly are, but let's say that are actors, mm -hmm. will find you to be very threatening. Oh, it happens all the time. You don't crave- It happens all the time, my friend. You don't crave the spotlight. You are the spotlight. Boom, that's what I've been trying to tell people. I am the spotlight. I'm telling you. I don't you Listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. I was gonna tell you something else, but I forgot it too. I, but, uh, oh, oh, oh! It was um. You see how you said that uh, spirituality is a personal say, journey. Personal journey, right? And the autodidact is self-taught. So I taught myself how to be yourself. Better. Yeah, yeah. A better me. That, that's your slogan, a better me. I am a better me. Amen to that. <laughs> I am a better me. Get off my screen. Go make love to you, to your lady and go take over the world. Uh, is that is that your is that your therapist like advice? <laughs> is that my <laughs> go take your ass and make love to your woman. <laughs> you are love. You are a love maker. You are the love maker. That's why yeah. you are the body. The bad. Um, to to end this out, I do have something that I did want to share. What's up? Uh, and I was like, you know what? Let me wait until my therapy session and like, get this off my chest. Mm -hmm. right? And this is really just the venting. So my mom um, told my friend, <laughs> my mom got in contact with my friend because he was like having mail sent to my house. So he had to go get some shit. And she saw him. They know each other. And she was telling him that he should, can he tell me to call her? and that she wants to speak to me and all these things and that's and so my friend um his mom passed away when uh, he was young so he has a very like sensitive connection there mm -hmm. but he's also understanding of like the position i am with my i'm in with my parents so he's telling me all of these things and i'm just sitting there like no, I just know the cycle and I just remember the cycle. And now my body is giving off this feeling 
And sometimes it's with memory, sometimes it's just with a feeling where if I think or think about or a situation comes up where I can be in communication again with my parents, it's like this this gentle reminder of like, no, we're good. We're good from over there. And this month, this year, for my birthday, my dad actually texted me happy birthday. So my, I've cut off my dad also. So he texted me happy birthday and people were like, look, he texted you like this is this is great. He said something. I was like, I mean, it's a step up because last year he told me happy birthday on Facebook, not by comment sending it to me. He commented under somebody else's happy birthday and said happy birthday. And I'm just like, this this is this is fucking crazy. So a memory that had had popped up um, for me was um, when I was younger, my dad had told me it had to be a Saturday tour Saturday. So he tells me on the Saturday next week, we're going to go out and we're going to like buy some sneakers. Right. So a whole week I'm hype. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday come. I'm hype. I'm talking to my dad during the week like, hey, you know, we're going to get sneakers. Right. He's like, yeah, we're going on Saturday, right? I told him one more time on Friday. Hey, we're going to see the sneakers tomorrow, right? Yeah, we're going to sneakers tomorrow. Cool. Saturday comes. I wake up in the morning and I call my dad, right? No answer. I was like, I'll just wait. I'll wait a little bit because he never told me what time he's going to come get me to get sneakers. Call him again, maybe like 45 minutes after, right? But the, the, the phone hung up like immediately. So I called him back to back, no answer. So I'm like, all right, cool. Two, three hours go by, I call my dad again, no answer. So I'm like, damn, now it's the afternoon. I'm like, damn, when are we gonna go get sneakers? Like, is this shit ever gonna happen? I'm starting to get discouraged. I call my dad one more time. It had to be maybe anywhere between two to three o'clock. And he was like, why do you keep calling me? And I was like, hey, you know, I just thought we were getting sneakers today. This nigga said, I'm here with my family and you keep calling me. I don't know why you keep calling me back to back. Stop calling me. I'm at church with my family and I'll call you back when I can. And I was like, I just don't worry getting sneakers. And he's like, we're not getting sneakers. Stop calling me. I hung up that phone and I laid down and I didn't cry. I had one strong tear fall from my eye. And I just laid there and I was like, damn. And my mom came in the room and she was like, hey, do you want anything? And I was like, nope. And she was like, you want me to just leave? You want me to just um, let you sleep? And I was like, yep. And ever since that day, sleep has always been my coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying all this to say, I remember when you asked me, when did I develop a drug habit to like cope with everything? And with my birthday coming up and my mom trying to reach out and my dad texting me and just like this new environment and space I'm in and also being able to access my um, like inner child. My answer to always all of this has always been sleep. And that's what I remember. And the reason why it's always been sleep is because when I'm sleeping and I'm dreaming, 
it feels the same as being alive ex without emotions. So I can actually, in my dreams, and I have experienced the things that I've been through without the feel, without the emotion attached to it. And that's always been my coping mechanism. Sleep. So anytime some shit was happening, I was like, I'm going to go to sleep. It's like my way of time travel. And you went into your mind and you projected it and allowed you to go through it without the negative emotions. Yeah, which is kind of crazy that I, I would I can think so deeply about something that, or not even me, because I feel like this is pretty common that you could that people could think so deeply about something that they can fall asleep and they live it, create a world into it. The mind is very powerful. Yeah, always remember the body keeps the score. Exactly, and that's why people need to realize that they are not in control of their body like they think. That is a shared entity. Correct. Right. People need to have some respect for themselves. And the more attuned you are to your body, it tells you a lot of things without your mind even catching up to it yet. Just how yeah. you explain how you were, how your body was happy, even though you were not. Right? Yeah. How your body already told you, mm, let's not reach out because we're good right now. Mm -hmm. Your body keep the score. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I try. Good job. <laughs> I I do have to run. Um, your homework for this weekend is fuck my girlfriend. That and keep doing whatever it is that you have been doing. I know that's what the nature chart reader said. Yes, and let's get some vitamin D by going outside and getting some sunlight, even though you're no longer in Costa Rica. If it starts fucking raining in LA, I'll, I can. It's fucking ridiculous. I think it's kind of sunny now though. It's sunny today. We'll go outside today. Maybe we should go on a hike. Later. <laughs>